So Jesus, our judge and our advocate, we're in the names of God and in the names of Jesus series. And right now, um, going through the names of Jesus, today I want to talk to you about Jesus, our judge and our advocate. We know that the word says in Romans chapter 8, if God is for us, who can be against us, right? We know God is for us. He's for his own. He's for his own children. Um, Jesus, our advocate, you know, our advocate, like our protector. Uh, he, he's one who speaks on your behalf, one who goes before you, one who stands up for you. If you've ever, ever been in court, um, you know, like you get a, you get a, a lawyer to speak on your behalf, right? But Jesus is our advocate. He speaks on our behalf. He stands up for us. He represents us. And you don't want anybody else other than Jesus. Like he is the ultimate advocate, right? And, but the advocate, Jesus, is also the judge of all. So we have the lawyer, the advocate on our side, but we also have the judge, the judge of all, the King of Kings and Lords of Lords. He is the judge of the superior court of heaven on our side. <clears throat> so you think about this. <clears throat> you go into court, you have your lawyer that fights for you. You have a judge that may or may not fight for you, may or may not see your case, may or may not agree with you in the natural, right? But in the spiritual realm, in the supernatural realm, because of Christ, our Lord, our advocate is also our judge. It's a win-win. Our advocate is also our judge. Isn't that powerful? Your advocate, Jesus, is also your judge. And when you're in right standing with God, you know that's a win-win. And it's incredible. When we think about, wow, whatever situation we may be in where we need the help of the Lord, we need him to stand in, in the gap for us. We need him to intercede. We know Jesus is interceding for us. The, the, as a matter of fact, the Bible says in Romans chapter 8 and in verse 34, it says, it says he is seated at the right hand of God and he, who also makes intercession for us. So he's, he's making intercession for you. He is seated. Jesus is seated at the right hand of God, but he's also making intercession for you. So to me, this is so powerful because if you've ever been in any situation where, whether it be a custody case or you've got to go to court, right? You've got, you, you know, some legal issue that you need, you need, you need to go to to court you need to be you need to stand before the judge right you're at the you're at the judge's mercy right but you can plead you can put christian brothers and sisters in the lord you can plead okay on for jesus to literally stand in the gap to be your advocate and to be your judge that the outcome would be that of the king of kings and not the natural king so it's pretty powerful when you think about this, that Jesus, our advocate, our lawyer, who speaks on our behalf, is also our judge. When you're on the right stand, when you're right with God, if you're a believer in Christ, then the Bible says that you're the righteousness of God, right? Because it's his righteousness that has been imputed to you. So if you're a believer, you're also the righteous of God, righteousness of God. So therefore he fights on your behalf. Remember, if God is for us, who can be against us? So if God be for you, 
who can be against you. You keep your heart right. You do what is right. You keep you you live in a in a position of repentance. You do something wrong. You repent quickly, right? You 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 keep um you just keep your heart clean before the Lord. Have clean hands. Have a pure heart, right? You know this is what the word of the Lord says that. May the meditation of my heart, may the words of my mouth be pleasing and acceptable in your heart, Lord, right? So so as we do that, we know that God is for us. Romans 8.31 says, if God is for me, who can be against me? So the, the advocate, Jesus, is also my judge. And he's seated at the right hand of the Father, and he's making intercession for us. Now, in John 5.22, in John 5.22, it says, the Father judges no one but has committed all judgment to the son. This is John 5, 22. The father judges no one, but has committed all judgment to the son, to Jesus. Jesus is the judge, right? And so that's why I would say God is the judge because Jesus is God, right? So Jesus is God, but it says the father judges no one, but he has committed all judgment to the son, Jesus. And so Jesus is literally standing in your corner. He is literally fighting on your behalf. And the Latin root word for advocate is literally one who pleads for another. The root word, the Latin root meaning for the word advocate is one who pleads on behalf of another. That's what Jesus is doing. But yet he, it's, it's like he takes the position of an advocate and he pleads on your behalf, but then he turns around and he's also the judge, right? And he's accepting that plea and he's saying, yes, you go free. You get to go through. So it's a good thing we stand in the righteousness of God and he gives us favor. And when we keep our heart right and we we submit ourselves to him, then we know that he is literally, literally turning the voice of the accuser to nothing. And he is squelching and squashing literally all of the accusations coming against you, sending confusion to the camp of the enemy when necessary. But he's fighting on your behalf. Isn't that powerful? Hallelujah. That's that's powerful, Connie. She says long ago the judge um through the accuser oh, through yeah the accuser out of the courtroom. It was so amazing. It was all so amazing to watch the manifestation of the Lord. Yeah, wow. You know, and so how how often does that happen where the judge throws the accuser out of the courtroom? But what we have is the King of Kings. We appeal to the superior court of heaven. And because we we appeal to the superior court of heaven, of which we have both advocate and judge on our side, we know that in prayer, as we go before the Lord in prayer, these situations are dealt with because we literally go to the court of, court of, of God, right? In the inner courts. So our Savior pleads for us. Bottom line, our Savior pleads for us. And in 1 John 2, 1, this is what the word of the Lord says. It says, my little children, I am writing these things to you so that you may not sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous one. So even when you mess up and you just repent and turn from your wicked ways, turn from sin, make it right, repent before the Lord, it says, you you know if you do if you do sin you have an advocate your heavenly jesus the lord of lords the king of kings so jesus is our judge and he's also our advocate he doesn't leave you alone 
He doesn't just let you figure it out. He doesn't say, well, you made your bed. Now you go on ahead and lie in it, right? He doesn't do that. He says, no, if God be for you, then who can be against you? He says, get up, trust me, and I will fight for you. You only need to be still. That's what he said to Moses when they were looking to, uh, you know, walk out of the land of Egypt and they were faced with the Red Sea in front of them. Egypt all around them, mountains, desert, and then the Egyptian army charging against them with chariots, right? With horses and chariots and all their armed men. But yet, the Lord said, he said to Moses, he said, for, for him to trust him, he says, I will fight for you. You need only to be still. It's a powerful, it's a powerful, um, you know, story and uh, of what, of what took place when, when God's people just trust, just trust, trust in the Lord, trust in the Lord. And so, um, Exodus, I would, what I was referring to is Exodus 14, 13 and 14. So Exodus 14, 13 and 14, this is what it says. Then Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord with which he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall see again no more forever. The Lord will fight for you. You shall hold your peace. <laughs> Amen? Come on, somebody. The Lord will fight for you and you shall hold your peace peace. In the midst of the storm, don't allow fear to creep in. You shall hold your peace. In the midst of the unknown, don't allow fear to torment you, to torment your mind, to get you all upset. You shall hold your peace because he will fight for you. In the midst of the all the unknown factors is when we must arrest those thoughts, literally take them captive, make them be obedient to the word of God, and know that he's going to fight for you. Won't he do it? That's right, Gina. Won't he do it? Amen. Absolutely. Because if God be for you, who can be against you? Father, I thank you for those that are online today. I thank you for those that are receiving, Lord, from your word. Lord, that they, this, this platform is something that they come to on, on a regular basis and they receive. I thank you, Lord God, that their walk, their life, Lord God, all of their lives, Lord, is literally being enriched. Their lives are being enriched because of the word. The word enriches us. The word is our plumb line. You know, the fear of the Lord. It's the beginning of wisdom. And knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. So because we fear the Lord, it's the beginning of wisdom. Proverbs 9 and 10. Because of the fear of the Lord, it is the beginning of wisdom. Knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. So you're gaining wisdom. You're gaining understanding. You're gaining the ability to pray through situations while still maintaining your peace, knowing that Jesus is both your advocate and your judge. And he fights for you. And he intercedes on your behalf. So I bless them, Father God. I thank you, Lord God, that no weapon formed against them shall prosper. I thank you that they are strong in the Lord and the power of your might. I thank you, Lord God, that you are for them and not against them. I thank you, you said, fear not, little children, for I am with you. I thank you, Lord God, you sent forth your word and you delivered them from all of their destructions according to your word in Psalm 107, verse 20. Father, that's what you said. You sent forth your word. 
your word was sent forth today. Even just as it has been spoken and preached, your word was sent forth. You said, Lord God, that you would deliver them from their destruction. So we stand upon the authority of your word in Psalm 107, verse 20. And I thank you, Lord God, that your word has been sent. Your word has been sent. And so therefore you are delivering them. You're delivering them from destruction, from disease, from the evil plan, from the plots of the wicked ones. You are delivering them from all forms of malice and contentions and strife and all forms of, of triangulation and, and every wicked, demonic, witchcraft agenda that tries to come against them. Every naysayer, every slanderous tongue, Lord, you are delivering them from it all. Hallelujah. You're strong in the Lord. That's right. In the power of his might. That's right, Joyce. And Joyce, it was wonderful to see you last week at the House of Glory. Because I know that you've moved out of state. You're doing the will of the Lord. But it's wonderful to see you when you come. Amen. That's right, Connie. Pure hands and, and, and a pure heart. And he has stood on our behalf and has delivered us so many times, time and time again. And we give him all the praise for that. His ways are so much higher. His ways are so much higher. You're delivered. You're set free. And you are protected. And you are also, you are, um, he's your advocate. He's fighting for you. He's speaking on your behalf. He's presenting you. And we know that he presents us well. And he's our judge. King of kings and Lord of lords. Best judge of all. I love you all. Each and every one of you, have an amazing day. Know that your children will rise up and call you blessed. We decree it. We prophesy it that all of your children will be taught of the Lord and great shall be their peace. The word of the Lord has been spoken. And God watches over his word to perform it. Amen. God bless you all. Have a great day and I will see you tomorrow. Blessings. Thank you.